Grid Frontier, The Struggle for Survival on Mars Chapter 1 A powerful corporation, known for its cutting-edge technology and ruthless business tactics, was the first to successfully establish a colony on Mars. The company had been working towards this goal for years, pouring billions of dollars into research and development. Their ultimate goal was the potential for vast mineral wealth that could be found on the Red Planet. The corporation's initial landing on Mars was met with widespread excitement and celebration. They had beaten out rival companies and countries in the race to become the first to establish a human settlement on another planet. The corporation's CEO, a charismatic and ambitious individual, declared that this was just the beginning of humanity's expansion into the stars. However, as the colony began to take shape, it became clear that the corporation's true motivation was not the betterment of humanity, but rather their own financial gain. They quickly began exploiting the resources of the planet, extracting valuable minerals and selling them at exorbitant prices back on Earth. The corporation's monopoly on Martian resources quickly made them one of the wealthiest and most powerful companies in the world. As the colony continued to grow, the corporation's grip on it only tightened. They controlled everything from the supply of food and water to the colony's security and communication systems. Those who dared to speak out against the corporation's practices were quickly silenced either through intimidation or by being cut off from the resources they needed to survive. The corporation's domination of the Martian colonies sparked widespread condemnation and calls for action from governments and advocacy groups back on Earth. However, the corporation's immense wealth and influence allowed them to evade any real consequences for their actions. The colony on Mars became a symbol of greed and oppression, a stark contrast to the initial hopes and dreams that had accompanied humanity's first steps on a new world. Chapter 2 As other countries and companies began to establish their own colonies on Mars, competition for resources and territory became fierce. The corporation that had been the first to establish a colony on the Red Planet had a significant head start, allowing them to secure many of the most valuable resources. This put the new colonies at a disadvantage, leading to tensions and conflicts between the different settlements. The situation was further exacerbated by the harsh Martian environment, which made survival difficult and resources scarce. Colonies were forced to expand and compete for resources just to stay alive, leading to territorial disputes and clashes between armed groups. The corporation, with its superior technology and wealth, was able to dominate many of these conflicts, further consolidating its control over the planet. The competition for resources and territory resulted in a number of devastating wars between the different colonies. The death toll was high, with thousands of colonists losing their lives in the fighting. The corporation, which had initially been seen as a savior, was now seen as a ruthless aggressor, willing to sacrifice human lives for its own gain. The escalating violence and loss of life on Mars eventually drew the attention of Earth's governments, who began to take action to try to stabilize the situation. They sent peacekeeping forces and mediators to the planet, but the corporation's influence and power made it difficult to bring about a lasting peace. Many of the colonies, desperate for resources and survival, were unwilling to back down from their territorial claims. The situation on Mars had devolved into a state of near-anarchy, with different factions vying for control of resources and territory. The corporation, which had once promised a new beginning for humanity, had instead brought about a new era of war and suffering.
As the death toll continued to rise, many began to question whether the colonization of Mars had been worth the cost. Chapter 3 The harsh Martian environment proved to be a constant danger for the colonists. The thin atmosphere offered little protection from radiation, and the dust storms were brutal, often lasting for weeks and causing widespread damage to infrastructure and equipment. The colony's air filters and dust storm shelters were put to the test, and even with the best technology, they were not always able to protect the colonists. The lack of resources on Mars also made it difficult to repair or replace damaged equipment, leaving the colonists at the mercy of the harsh environment. Many were forced to scavenge for parts, often risking their lives in the process. The extreme temperatures, which could reach well below freezing at night, added to the difficulties of living on the planet. The constant danger of the environment took a toll on the colonists' mental and physical health. Many suffered from depression and anxiety, and the isolation of living on a foreign planet added to the stress. The colony's medical facilities were stretched thin as they struggled to treat the growing number of illnesses and injuries caused by the harsh environment. The colony's leaders, including the corporation, were criticized for not having fully prepared for the dangers of the Martian environment. They had underestimated the challenges of living on a planet that was hostile to human life, and their lack of preparation had led to suffering and loss of life. As the colony struggled to adapt to the harsh environment, many began to question whether human colonization of Mars was a viable endeavor. The constant danger, coupled with the resource scarcity and conflicts between colonies, made it clear that survival on the Red Planet was a difficult and uncertain proposition. The initial excitement and optimism that had accompanied humanity's first steps on a new world were now replaced with fear and doubt. Chapter 4 Despite the challenges and dangers of living on Mars, the discovery of valuable resources such as water and precious metals fueled the gold rush mentality among the colonists. The scarcity of resources on the planet had made them incredibly valuable, and the potential for wealth drove many to take risks and make sacrifices in pursuit of these resources. The colony's economy began to boom as a result, with many colonists turning to prospecting and mining as a way to make a living. The corporation, which had initially monopolized the resources on Mars, now had competition from a new generation of prospectors and entrepreneurs. They set up small mining operations, scouring the planet for precious metals and water, which could be sold for a high price back on Earth. The gold rush mentality also attracted a number of opportunists and criminals who saw the potential for profit in the colony's booming economy. They set up illegal mining operations, often using forced labor and exploiting the colony's weaker factions. The colony's leaders struggled to control the influx of these criminal elements, and the colony's society began to become increasingly lawless. The discovery of resources also led to a wave of territorial disputes, as different factions and colonies fought to control the valuable resource sites. The violence and conflicts that ensued resulted in loss of lives and further deterioration of the stability of the colony. Despite the challenges and dangers, the discovery of valuable resources had a significant impact on the colony. It provided a sense of hope and opportunity for many of the colonists, but it also brought about a new set of problems as the rush for resources led to greed, exploitation, and violence. The colony's society had become more divided, and the dream of a better life on Mars seemed further away than ever. Chapter 5 
As the colony on Mars grew, a black market emerged, with illegal trades and scams exploiting the desperate population. The harsh living conditions and scarcity of resources had made survival difficult, and many colonists were willing to take risks in order to obtain the things they needed to survive. The black market provided a way for them to acquire goods and services that were otherwise unavailable or unaffordable. The black market was dominated by criminal elements who saw the colony as a ripe opportunity for exploitation. They sold everything from illegal drugs and weapons to fake documents and counterfeit money. They preyed on the colony's weaker factions, exploiting their desperation and vulnerability. The colony's leaders, including the corporation, struggled to control the black market. They lacked the resources and manpower to effectively police the colony, and many of the criminal elements had infiltrated the government and law enforcement agencies. This made it difficult to prosecute those involved in the illegal trade, and the black market continued to flourish. The black market also had a significant impact on the colony's economy. The illegal trade of goods and services led to inflation and devaluation of the colony's currency, making it difficult for many colonists to make a living. The lack of regulation also led to substandard goods and services, putting the colonists' health and safety at risk. The black market had become a symbol of the colony's lawlessness and corruption. It had exploited the colonists' desperation and taken advantage of their vulnerability. The colony, which had once promised a new beginning for humanity, had become a breeding ground for illegal trade and criminal activity. The dream of a better life on Mars seemed further away than ever. Chapter 6 One colonist, a former astronaut, became a key figure in the fight against corruption and greed on Mars. He had witnessed firsthand the suffering caused by the corporation's monopoly on resources and their ruthless tactics in maintaining control. He was determined to bring about change and fought to unite the colony against the corporation. The astronauts' leadership and charisma inspired many of the colonists who had grown disillusioned with the current state of affairs. They saw him as a leader who truly cared about their well-being and was willing to take a stand against the corporation's corruption. He began to organize protests and rallies, calling for an end to the corporation's control and for fair distribution of resources. The corporation, aware of the growing discontent among the colonists, attempted to silence the astronaut and his followers through intimidation and violence. But the astronaut refused to be silenced and continued to fight for change. His efforts began to gain traction and more and more colonists began to join the rebellion. The astronaut's rebellion gained momentum and the corporation was forced to take action. They deployed their private security forces and military assets to quell the rebellion, but the colonists fought back fiercely. A prolonged and bloody battle ensued, with both sides suffering heavy losses. The astronauts' rebellion ultimately succeeded in overthrowing the corporation, but at a great cost. The colony had been decimated and many lives had been lost in the final battle. The astronaut had become a hero in the eyes of the colonists, and his leadership had brought about a new era of hope and change for the colony. The corporation had been defeated and the colony could now strive for a more fair and just society. Chapter 7 The corporation, unwilling to give up its control of the colony and the valuable resources on Mars, fought back against the rebellion. They had advanced technology and military power at their disposal, which they used to try to crush the rebellion and maintain control of the colony. 
They deployed their private security forces and military assets, including advanced weapons and armored vehicles, to quell the rebellion. The corporation's forces were well-trained and well-equipped, and they initially had the upper hand against the colonists. Many of the colonists were ill-prepared for the level of violence and destruction that the corporation was willing to inflict. The corporation's forces were ruthless in their tactics, showing no mercy to the colonists who dared to stand against them. The rebellion, led by the astronaut, fought back fiercely, but they were outmatched by the corporation's technology and military power. They were forced to resort to guerrilla tactics and improvised weapons, and many of the colonists began to lose hope that they could defeat the corporation. The corporation's relentless assault on the colony resulted in widespread destruction and loss of life. The colony's infrastructure was decimated, and many of the colonists were forced to flee for their lives. The corporation's forces seemed to be closing in on the rebellion's leaders, and it seemed as if the rebellion was on the brink of failure. However, the rebellion was not defeated yet. They had the support of many of the colonists and the determination to fight for a better future. They had to find a way to overcome the corporation's advanced technology and military power. The rebellion's leaders came up with a bold and risky plan, which could be their only chance to defeat the corporation and restore freedom to the colony. Chapter 8 The rebellion ultimately succeeded in overthrowing the corporation, but at a great cost. The final battle was intense and brutal, with both sides suffering heavy losses. The rebellion, led by the astronaut, had finally managed to gain the upper hand by using a combination of guerrilla tactics, sabotage, and sheer determination. The corporation's forces were pushed back and forced to retreat, but not before causing widespread damage to the colony and killing many of the colonists. The final blow to the corporation came when the rebellion was able to take control of the corporation's headquarters. The corporation's leadership was captured and its military forces were defeated. The rebellion had succeeded in overthrowing the corporation, but the cost had been high. Many lives had been lost and the colony had been severely damaged. The aftermath of the battle was chaotic and devastating. The colony was in ruins and many of the colonists were left homeless and injured. The rebellion's leaders, including the astronaut, were now tasked with rebuilding the colony and restoring order. They worked to provide aid and shelter to the survivors and to clear the rubble and debris left behind by the battle. The corporation's defeat was celebrated by many of the colonists who saw it as a victory for freedom and justice. The corporation's monopoly on resources and control of the colony had been broken and the colonists could finally hope for a better future. However, the cost of the victory was also a reminder of the terrible price that had been paid. The rebellion's leaders, including the astronaut, were hailed as heroes by the colonists. They had led the fight against the corporation's corruption and greed and had succeeded in restoring freedom to the colony. The colony could now strive for a more fair and just society. The dream of a better life on Mars had finally been realized, but not without sacrifices. The colony would forever remember the lives lost in the final battle that had made it possible. Chapter 9 With the corporation gone, the colony was finally able to establish a more fair and just society. The rebellion's leaders, including the astronaut, worked to create a new government and a system of governance that would ensure that the colony's resources and power were distributed equitably among all its citizens. 
They also worked to rebuild the colony, which had been severely damaged by the final battle, to provide homes and basic services to the survivors. The colony's economy also began to recover as the new government implemented policies to support small businesses and entrepreneurs. The colony's leaders also worked to establish trade relations with other colonies and Earth to reduce dependence on the corporation's resources and to promote self-sufficiency. The colony's society also began to heal as the colonists came together to rebuild and support one another. The colony's leaders established programs to provide education, health care, and social services to the colonists. The colony's culture also began to thrive as artists, writers, and musicians emerged to celebrate the colony's newfound freedom. However, the scars of the past still lingered. Many of the colonists had lost loved ones in the final battle, and the colony's infrastructure had been severely damaged. The colony's leaders had to balance the need for immediate relief and reconstruction with the need for long-term development and stability. The colony's leaders also had to deal with the remnants of the corporation's influence. Many of the corporation's former employees and loyalists had fled or gone underground, and the colony's leaders had to ensure that they did not pose a threat to the colony's stability. The colony had achieved its freedom, but the challenges of building a new society and ensuring its security were still ongoing. Chapter 10 as the colony continued to expand and develop, new discoveries were made, including evidence of past Martian civilizations. The colonists had been so focused on survival and fighting for their rights that they had not had much time to explore and study the planet's history and geology. But as the colony stabilized and they had more time to devote to research and discovery, they began to uncover evidence of ancient Martian civilizations. The first discovery was made by a team of archaeologists who were exploring a remote canyon. They found a series of underground caves that contained intricate carvings and artifacts that were unlike anything they had seen before. The carvings depicted beings and symbols that were clearly not of human origin. The discovery sent shockwaves through the colony and the world, as it was the first concrete evidence of past intelligent life on Mars. Further exploration and research revealed more evidence of past civilizations, including ruins of cities and structures, as well as advanced technologies that were far beyond what the colony currently possessed. The discovery sparked a new wave of interest and curiosity about Mars and its history, and many scientists and researchers from all over the world flocked to the colony to study the discoveries. The discovery of past Martian civilizations also had a profound impact on the colony's society and culture. Many of the colonists began to question their place in the universe and their relationship to the planet they now called home. They also began to contemplate the implications of the discoveries and what it could mean for humanity's future. Chapter 11 as the colony became more self-sufficient, a new era of exploration began, with missions venturing deeper into the Martian wilderness. The colony had been focused on survival and establishing a new society, but now that they had achieved a level of stability, they could turn their attention to exploring the planet's vast and unknown territories. The colony's leaders formed a new agency, the Martian Exploration Agency, whose main goal was to lead scientific expeditions and missions to explore and study the planet. The agency was equipped with the latest technology and equipment, including rovers, drones, and advanced scientific instruments. 
The first mission was to explore the canyon where the ancient Martian civilization had been discovered. The missions revealed that the planet held many secrets and surprises. The explorers found evidence of ancient rivers and oceans, as well as signs of past volcanic activity. They also discovered strange and unusual rock formations, as well as new forms of microbial life. The discoveries not only expanded humanity's understanding of the planet, but also sparked new questions and mysteries to be explored. The exploration missions also had a significant impact on the colony's economy. The discoveries of new mineral deposits and resources helped to diversify the colony's economy and make it less dependent on imports from Earth. The colony's leaders also established new laws and regulations to protect the planet's natural resources and preserve its ecological balance. As the colony's exploration missions pushed deeper into the Martian wilderness, humanity's understanding of the planet and its history expanded. The colony was no longer just a survival settlement, but a hub of scientific research and discovery. The colony had come a long way from its humble beginnings as a corporate mining operation to a thriving, self-sustaining society that was actively exploring and understanding the planet it called home. The new discoveries and understanding of the planet not only expanded humanity's knowledge, but also opened new possibilities for the future of human civilization on Mars. The colony had truly become a beacon of hope for humanity's future in space, and it was only the beginning of what humanity could achieve on the Red Planet. Chapter 12 As the colonists looked to the future, they were filled with excitement and hope, but they were also aware of the dangers and challenges of life on a new world. They had come a long way from their humble beginnings as a small colony fighting for survival, but they knew that there was still much to be done to ensure the colony's long-term sustainability. One of the biggest challenges facing the colony was the harsh Martian environment. Despite the colony's efforts to establish a self-sustaining ecosystem, the colonists still had to deal with dust storms, radiation, and equipment failures. They had to constantly adapt and innovate to overcome these challenges and ensure the colony's survival. Another challenge was the colony's limited resources. Mars was a cold and barren planet, and the colony had to rely on imports from Earth for many of its basic needs. The colony's leaders had to find ways to make the colony more self-sufficient and reduce its dependence on Earth. The colony's society also faced challenges as it continued to grow and evolve. The colonists had to find ways to maintain social cohesion and deal with cultural and ethnic diversity. They also had to work to ensure that the colony's political and economic systems were fair and just for all its citizens. Despite the challenges, the colonists were determined to make their new home on Mars a success. They had come too far to give up now. They were excited about the future and the new discoveries that lay ahead, but they knew that they would have to balance the excitement with a healthy dose of caution and practicality. They were ready for whatever the future held for them on this new world. 